Oh yeah, we back. What? what up? What up? What up? Welcome to Off the Ball with your boys, Wallen, Lucas, and Lucas and Wallen. Sir, <laughs> we was gone for a little bit, not really. Been a couple days, but we're here, we're back, and boy, do we have a show for you, you denial ridden, pessimistic people out there. We got a show for you. I'm did, sorry, did something, did something happen recently, Wallen? You know what I'm talking about. Who do they think they are? I am. <laughs> Enlighten me. You people out here who thought you knew what basketball was, who thought you know what the NBA was, you were wrong. Just in case you didn't notice, just in case you didn't know, you were wrong. And I was right, because I always am right. And we're never (laughs) wrong on this show. Never. You people out there, you know who you are. I've been telling you. Since August 2019, man, the Heat might look a little good next year now. The Heat might be right. Oh, what are you talking about? I said the Heat might be all right, man. October gets here. I said, man, you know what, man? I'm not even going to say this just to say it. Anybody that would listen, the Miami Heat going to make the finals. They're going to have a run. They're going to make a run. They're going to get to the finals. No, Wallen, man, you think so? Yes, I think so. You incompetent buffoons. I told y'all, but y'all ain't want to listen. Anybody that wanted to hear, oh, you a Miami Heat fan. Yeah, they're going to make it to the finals. <laughs> yeah, you're so funny. But yeah, you know the Lakers are going to look good. You know the Bucks. You know the Boston Celtics. Nobody care about the Boston Celtics. I told you. And then, and then we go ahead, close to the trade deadline, we acquire Jay Crowder and Andre Ingadala. Hey, oh, no. No. Ingadala? He's so washed. What are you going to do with, you're going to pay him that much money? Yes. I told y'all. But No. Y'all like to listen to the talking heads on TV. We don't do that here. We're going to tell you how it really is. And this has nothing to do with the fact that I'm a Miami Heat fan. It has nothing to do with that. Okay, maybe a little bit. I'm going to be honest with (laughs) (laughs) y'all. But I told y'all. Now, let me go ahead and list all the bull that I heard. Lucas, do you mind mind bearing with me? We're only three minutes in. I just want to tell you all the bull that I heard. Preach. Jimmy Butler, what is he going to do for you? He's a locker room cancer. He can't win anywhere. People don't like playing with him. People don't like him, period. What did I say? I said, Jimmy's a winner. No. You don't know what you're talking about, Wallen. I said, Jimmy's a winner. Prove it. He come out every day and compete. That's, that's, That's the mindset of a winner. That boy, they had nothing. Homeless. He had to scratch and claw for everything he had. He was was supposed to make it to Marquette. He was supposed to get a scholarship. That boy got heart. He got some hunger in him. He's a winner. Against all odds. But no, nobody likes playing with him. People don't want to be competitive. People don't want to work hard. They said the same thing about Kobe. 
They say the same thing about the greats. They say the same thing about MJ. That boy, great. Then they tell me, oh, well, you know, Miami, man, they're not doing too good. They're, they're going to be like maybe if they're lucky. Maybe if they're lucky, they're going to be eight seed. They might not even make the playoffs. I said, boy, you better chill. Then October gets here. Damn, look at Miami up there at the third seed. Shoot, we were the second seed for a while. Oh, well, you know, it's all. That's what they said. Say it with your chest, bruh. <laughs> and then on this show, I ain't going to call out nobody. They said, man, I didn't even realize there was a sixth seed. I didn't think it was ill will in that. But I'm like, yeah, you know, it's quite, we could, we'll take a quiet sixth seed. I don't mind us being a sixth seed. I like it that way. We underdogs. Okay? That's okay. They're the sixth seed. They're not going to beat the Bucks. Yeah. The Indiana Pacers, okay. Oladipo doesn't look that good. You know, they're trying to figure it out. Okay. But the Bucks, no way. That game went five. That series went five games. Don't play with me. Oh, man. They don't have a good enough team to compete in the East. They don't have their pieces. They don't have any stars. Shut up. <laughs> you don't know nothing about no basketball. You don't know nothing about sports. Competition. You don't know nothing about that. But you know what really grinds my gear, though? What, Wallen? LeBron James. LeBron James. He left the Miami Heat for dead. Like he does most of the time to the teams that he leaves. Worst GM in the NBA. <laughs> Left them for dead. Pat Riley was so upset. I was upset. He told me not one, not two, not three, not four, not five. I didn't say that, Lucas. He said that. Dwayne Wade didn't say that. LeBron said that. Chris Bosh didn't say that. LeBron said that. And then he left the Miami Heat for dead. What? Look at what look at the look at the carnage he's left at Cleveland twice. Look at what he did to the Miami Heat. What are we five years removed from that? Six years removed from that? Okay, here we are. We about to dance real quick. You thought you would have left us for dancing? Cleveland's still recovering. They won a championship a couple years ago. They still recovering. Come on now. Oh. Miami Heat don't have enough stars. What are you going to do? Who's your stars? Jimmy Butler, that's it? Man, the Bucks have an MVP. Toronto had uh, uh, Kawhi Leonard. They have, they, have, they have a Siakam. They have Laurie. Those are stars. The Boston Celtics, Jalen Brown. Jason Tatum, Gordon Hayward, they got stars. Kimball Walker, they have stars. Shut up! <laughs> you don't know nothing about no basketball. Oh, Inguadala. Oh, he's not going to really contribute. What is he going to do for y'all? That boy churned back the time machine. He took it all the way back. Came clutch. Game six. Didn't see that coming. I did. 
If the fate of the world you, is you on the line, him hitting all those threes if on. the fate of the world is on the line, death being pointed at Earth, who do I want taking the, taking the last shot? Inguadala. <laughs> We're all screwed, folks. Come on now. And then they want to tell me, oh, you guys, but, but Dragic, is that your only star? He's washed. He's our starting point guard. Crafty, nifty. <laughs> he still got it. All Gritty. the way. From, what would you say? Gritty. Ooh, all the way from Slovakia. Athletic. Slovakia with that big brace on. Don't Real get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Uh, shifty underneath the basket. Looking like he's looking like he's 50 years old. Uh, how did he get there? Touch bucket. Oh. But like you guys don't have a, a dominating presence. Wow. You guys, you guys, your your team, you just don't have the mindset yet. I don't know if y'all know a young man by the name of Ben Adebayo. Nope. Man, that big block in game one. Mm. Took the blame after the game five loss. It's my fault. Came out and balled. Came out and balled. Come on now. 11 for 15, 32 points. He put the team on his back. Duncan Robinson. He was looking for an internship with the ringer before he got picked up by the Miami Heat. He was packing it up. But he's like, man, I just need to go into sports broadcast. I need to go to media. Packing it up. Didn't see that coming. D3 to the league. Michigan's finest. Come on now. And you know what I really want to talk about? What's that? There's a 20-year-old on this team by the name of Tyler Hero. Never heard of him. Man, did he come up clutch a couple games ago. Looking Bucket. good. Buckets, 30-plus. I wish he would have went for 40. You know what's really crazy? 13 teams passed on him, man. 13 teams passed on Tyler Hero. Now, I get it. Zion Williamson, I get that. John Moran, I get that. Lucas, do you know? Seriously, do you know the the 11 other guys that were picked up? Or, excuse me, the other 10 guys that were picked up before Tyler was? Do you know? I do not. Yeah, because trash, 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 trash. Yeah. I'm assuming John Moran, Zion Williamson, uh, and that's all I got. R.J. Barrett, number three to the Knicks. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got pulled up now. R.J. Barrett, DeAndre Hunter, Darius Garland, Jarrett Culver, Kobe White, mm. Jackson Hayes. Oh, wow. That's working out. Rui Hachimura. Oh, wow. Washington loves him. Cam Reddish. Who are you at? Cam Johnson. I don't even know who that is. PJ Washington. Who? He wasn't even the, the first player out of Kentucky drafted. Who? PJ Washington. Psh. Come on, man. Come on, man. I'm telling y'all. 11. I get it. I get Zion. I get Ja. 
But man, Tyler Hero looking like a real steal now. That's that heat culture. That's what y'all don't account for. That is a good point. I don't think he puts up the numbers he puts up this year or this playoffs on any other team. Nowhere else. That's that heat culture. That's that heat culture. See, people don't account for stuff like that. You look at your, you, you, you pay for your nice little cable, you pay for your little internet service, and you get all these big channels where the, these, these guys get paid millions of dollars to tell you what to think. Uh, sir, I don't pay for shit. There you go. I appreciate that. <laughs> you pay your taxes though, right? <laughs> what are you, a cop? Hey man, listen, I don't know, man. I don't know. I've been seeing taxes on the news lately. <laughs> but listen now. Listen, folks. They don't account for that. Y'all don't account for heart. Y'all don't account for personality. Y'all don't count for nothing. Y'all don't count for soul. Y'all don't count for culture. Y'all, <laughs> yeah, y'all just out here like, let me look at numbers. Yeah, I'm getting, I'm going there, Lucas. What's in your hearts? <laughs> what does your soul say? How your spirit feeling today? Come on, folks. I, I've been telling anybody that would listen that the Miami Heat would be a team to be reckoned with. I went so far to say that they have the possibility to come out of the, the East, but everybody would just shrug it off and laugh. The team is built correctly. It's built correctly. It's built for that heat culture. Everybody on this team is an underdog. Everyone's been doubted. Every single one of them have a, has a chip on their shoulder. Every single one of them if you want to look at it, has a role. Can you have you ever seen a team made primarily of role players? That's a rhetorical question. Don't answer that, Lucas. I know you were. <laughs> Don't answer that. These guys know how to play their role. They know when they're needed. They show up when they need to be. Jimmy doesn't have to lead the team. He doesn't have to score 40, 50. He don't have to put the team on his back. He just has to do what he needs to do. It's a team mentality. They play hard. They fit perfectly. They play defense. They have shooters. They have drivers. They're crafty. They can pass. They're probably the one of the best, if not the best passing teams in the league. Come on now. Come on now. Don't get it twisted, folks. Don't get it twisted. And let's not, let's not forget about Spo. One of the best in the league, if not the best to do it. Pat Riley, one of the best in the league, if not the best. Okay, I, I probably shouldn't say all that. Nah, I'm going to say all that. Because what LeBron does when he leaves, the Heat ain't supposed to be here, but here we are. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Before I get all mad, go ahead, Lucas, man. I'm sorry, man. I, I took up 15 minutes. I'm sorry. Hey, man, that's a lot shorter than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> man, I had to let him know, man. Yeah, uh, so let's talk about the finals then. I'm not going to ask you, if you who you got because I think that's pretty obvious at this point. It's obvious. But what do you think about that matchup? I think it's a beautiful matchup. I think that I think some people assume that this is going to go. But some people probably think it's going to be a sweep. Some people think it's going to go five. I think it's going to be closer. Mm -hmm. I think I think it's going to be real close. I think that. We match, I, I would say that 
you know, with AD and LeBron, those two are extremely good together. But it's almost like Pat Riley knew this day was coming and built a team to be able to compete with a LeBron-led team. We have toughness. We have guys that are able to play defensively. And we have shooters. I think that people are talking about how, well, you know, LeBron, Eric Spolstra and the Miami Heat know all of LeBron's weaknesses and all of that stuff. I think it does go both ways. I think LeBron knows a little something as well, but it's a little bit different. I think it's a little bit different when the coach knows the player in and out as as opposed to the player knowing the coach because that's all he really knows, right, in that culture. So as far as game plan, coaching, it's an extremely well-coached team. I think uh, you don't know who's going to be the guy for Miami each night. You don't know who it's going to be. You don't know if it's going to be Bam. You don't know if it's going to be Jimmy. You don't know if it's going to be Jay Crowder. You don't know if it's going to be Tyler Hero. You don't know if it's going to be Drogic. You don't know who it's going to be. You got to pick your poison. So I think that we match up very well. I think I think we could win it. People are saying 4-1 Lakers. I think I, I I think I'm bold enough to say the Heat in in six. Ooh. I think I'm bold enough to say that. That's how I feel. Would love to hear what you think, Lucas. <laughs> well, I think obviously, you know, most people are going to say the Lakers are the heavy favorites in this matchup, and um, how can you not at this point? However, however, that's what I like to hear. I do really like the way the Heat match up with the Lakers. They have the guys who they can throw at LeBron and can match up with LeBron. They got uh, Andre Iguodala, Jay Crowder, Jimmy B. All those guys are, are bigger wings who can they can take turns. Uh, they Nobody has to take the full assignment of trying to slow down LeBron because you're not going to stop him. Yep. But you can slow him down, and they have three guys who can all play. I would argue and four. Who's the four? Bam. Oh yeah, Bam. Bam can't stay with him. I wouldn't say he'd be a primary a primary matchup like those other guys who guard him most of the game. But Bam can definitely take a take a few minutes here and there. He could. My thinking is that Bam is a good matchup with uh, Anthony Davis. Yeah. You know, having having a, a, an athletic big guy like Bam, you know, big strong athletic guy. Uh, can handle uh, Anthony Davis, whether it's in the post or out on the perimeter, really good matchups. Um, and also, like you said, Miami's got the shooting, the the great equalizer, the three-pointer. You know, they've got guys, uh, Tyler Hero or Duncan Robinson, guys who can, you know, get hot from three and make up for anything that LeBron or uh, Anthony Davis are doing. And really, it's this, the strength and depth of the Heat compared to the guys the Lakers are putting out there. Uh, I think that's the that's the real X factor uh, in this series. You know, we saw in, in the Nuggets series, they were getting a lot of, uh, the Lakers were getting a lot of contributions from guys who you normally wouldn't expect it from. Rajon Rondo was hitting threes and pull-up jumpers and, like you don't see that R- Rondo can't shoot. You don't expect that from Rondo. Uh, the Heat have established legitimate shooters, uh, and I think that's going to be what possibly turns the series in the Heat favor. Yeah, 
You don't know, like, like you said, with, with the Lakers, I mean, I, I, you're assuming that Eric Spoelstra is going to force the shooters to beat them. Like you, you would assume, right? Yeah. Let's, yeah. let's see what, uh, uh, make make KCP beat us. Let's see if he can beat us. Let's see if Danny green can be consistent. Let's see if Kyle Kuzma can be consistent. Let's see what they got. Let's let, let, let Mark, Mark, Marcus Moore shoot it a couple times. Leave him in the corner. That's fine. Yeah. If you're going to beat us, you're going to beat us out there. And we're not going to leave you wide open. We're going to get out there. We're going to hustle. We're going to be where we're supposed to be. Let's see. Let's see, Bron. I to be honest, I'm I could see I can see them probably going to that zone with that they've been playing so well. Oh yeah. I go with the zone, put bodies in front of LeBron, put the bodies in front of AD, make AD work, punish him, move, bump him, let him feel you. LeBron probably can handle it, but make LeBron work. Make LeBron do what he did what, five years ago, four years ago against the Golden State Warriors and make him score every point. Let's see if he can hold up. Let's see. I don't know. But, hey, Andre Iguodala's ready. Jay Crowder's ready. Jimmy B, he wants it. Yeah. Bam make wants the, it. Make make the Lakers beat you from three. Listen, Anthony Davis, for the success he's had shooting the three ball in the bubble, historically... Not a great three-point shooter, and neither is LeBron. Those guys, you know, they have the talent; they can get hot. But I think you, I think you take your chances making those guys shoot threes rather than you know getting to the hole and getting dunks. Yep, make them work for it. Make them work for every single thing they have, and I think that's what the Nuggets struggled with. The Nuggets, you know, when they're making their runs in the series, they weren't doing it defensively; they were just outscoring people. Oh, let, let me hope that you miss a couple times. Okay, you're missing. All right, there we go. We're just making it a little bit harder for you. We'll, we'll score. We'll do our thing. And then they, that's how they were getting wins. And then when they played the Lakers, LeBron, you know, and they hung around with the Lakers a little bit. They hung around. They did what they had to do to try to make it a game long term. But those guys, man, they, they, they're they coming off a seven, like what, th- two games of like seven game series. They they're tired. They're exhausted. They're they're putting up minutes. Jokic doesn't play defense. <laughs> Come on, guys! Like it, it's just they're gonna have to work, and I, LeBron knows that. But the the great thing that you see from the Miami Heat, Jimmy Butler's letting you know, like if you want to win, you got to go through a LeBron led team, and we're gonna have to be pretty much perfect to beat them, and they know that. They're putting that on them on their shoulders now. If I saw what Bam did to say, yo, this, this loss is my fault, and come out and did what he did, I'm like, yo, I, psh, let's go. Let's go. Let's get him in foul trouble. Let's do what we got to do. I think that I think I'm, I'm I'll dare to say it. Heat and six. Shoot. Wait, hey, 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 Lucas, do you think it would be crazy if I say it? Heat and five? <laughs> no, I, I really don't. You know, we were talking about off air, and I've thought, and I know I've seen a lot of people mention it. This matchup gives a lot of vibes similar to the 04 Pistons when they played the Lakers. A team, no real superstar, but a lot of great uh, players who play within a great system for a great coach against the Lakers who have two dominant superstars. Yep. And we saw what happened back then. Yes, we did. History has a funny way of repeating itself. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Hey man, thank you for letting me uh, 
do my thing. <laughs> hey, not a problem. Let the people know real quick, but we got to get back to what we know very well and what we know best. That's football, folks. Oh, in true Falcons galore <laughs> fashion. God. What a meltdown, man. It was amazing. It was beautiful. I, I couldn't look away. Again. A meltdown again. I couldn't look away. <laughs> oh, 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 and three. Oh, and three. Double-digit leads each time. They're, they're, it's, yeah. <laughs> I don't even know where to start. <laughs> Poor Allen Robinson, man. Get that man out of, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Allen Robinson had a great game. He had a great game, by the way. Just people just letting you, it's a joke. It's a good joke. Calvin, Rid- poor Calvin Ridley. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> poor Julio. <laughs> Calvin, you know, I, it's the, it's the Falcons' offense is fine. Uh, their defense is legitimately trash. But listen, no, listen. Trubisky was doing his thing against them boys a little bit. <laughs> Trubisky was running a little bit, like a he little was running dude. for his life. <laughs> for his life. A, I just gotta say, man, it's it's about time. They put in Foles and they bench Trubisky. Uh, somebody, you know, fan of the Lions who so watches a lot of Bears games, you know, and follows the NFC North. I have no idea how they didn't have Foles as the starter, you know, coming out of training camp. It was ridiculous. Foles comes in and throws, I think, three fourth quarter touchdowns to uh, come back and win this game. Trubisky could never. Never. Ever. <laughs> Trubiscuits, man. Refer to him by his name. Uh, I am sorry, Mitchell Trubiscuits. Um, yeah, and then I think t- today, um, day after the game, uh, <laughs> Matt Nagy, Bear, the Bears head coach, comes out and says, yeah, Foles is going to be our starting quarterback the rest of the season. Dang. Wonder how he came to that conclusion. Yeah. Um, I... I did. I saw somebody out on out on Twitter bring this up that by benching Nick Foles for the first two games, they allowed him to keep that backup quarterback magic he has that he had with the Eagles. <laughs> and so that was actually the that was the strategy all along. That if you if you put him in as a starter, as was was he with Jacksonville? Yeah, Jacksonville. As Jacksonville, saw. when he was the start, named the starter right away. He was terrible. But if you keep him as the backup for a couple games and then put him in, he's amazing. I don't know why. But that's just how it is. Strategy has worked. He looked good, man. He looked good. He looked good. Three touchdowns, 188 yards. He looked really good. Yeah. And you can't say that, oh, it was a different quarterback. They couldn't prepare. I mean, they're, they're two of the basically the same quarterbacks. It's, it's- yeah, that's that's not a thing you got to worry about when it's just a pocket passer, you know. Yeah, exactly. and if anything, Trubisky is a guy who takes off and runs a little bit more. Yeah, uh, Foles isn't going to run at all, so he should be even easier to prepare for. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it, the Bears they should have been rolling with Nick, but I see what you're saying. It's a good strategy because <laughs> it worked. It, it, it is by no means what they were actually planning to do, but. Yeah, and just in case any no one was paying attention, the Bears are three and zero. So, just in case you weren't paying attention, um, yeah, so, they've also got to play the Lions and the Falcons. So, yeah, that helps. That that does help. That does help. But 
the Falcons, man. Oh, gosh. You think, oh, it's terrible. It's so bad. I don't know what the problem is, <laughs> why they're notorious for this. They just cannot hold leads, man. And they and they look great out the gate. They'll score. And then they'll just have these meltdowns, just ridiculous meltdowns at the end. It's obviously notoriously during the Super Bowl. But this season, it's already happened twice, and it's only game three. Yeah, I you know, I think a lot of it just comes down to poor coaching. Um, obviously, the last week with the the onside kick with against the Cowboys, um, this week they had an opportunity to kind of uh, milk the clock out with a lead late in the game, and they threw three straight passes. Um, only took 20 seconds off the clock and punted it right back to Chicago, who went down and scored. And it, it's just... It's these little moments of terrible coaching that are costing them. Um, the great offense, defense is terrible, but if you have decent coaching, you can pull away with a couple of wins out of these games. Yeah, man, it's it's bad. I mean, it's funny because all the news articles <laughs> the other day that I was reading, they're like, "Is Falcons Dan Quinn likely to be the first NFL head coach fired?" And then you have like the the Falcons centric blogs and outlets going. Atlanta Falcons have to fire Dan Quinn immediately. <laughs> They're like he has to go. Um, yeah, it's it's terrible, man. It's terrible with letting all that talent go to waste. I don't know why you would keep him at this point. He's a defensive head coach. That that defense is terrible. Firing him <laughs> is not going to make that defense any worse. So I don't know who their coordinators are. There's somebody they might want to look at and give a shot to see if they could be the next head coach. They've got talent. So it's time to make a change. Yeah, man. Listen. uh, Yeah, they're pretty terrible, man. (laughs) They're really bad defensively. You You know what the worst possible outcome for them could be? What's that? They end up winning a few games. And yeah. Dan Quinn saves his job. Yeah. They go like nine and seven or eight and eight, and they decide to bring Dan Quinn back because I'm looking at their schedule right now, and I can see it. Yeah, the, uh, yo, um, they're the worst defense in the league, man. <laughs> statistically, statistically, the Falcons are the worst team in the league. Lions aren't too far behind at twenty six. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Yeah, that's not good, man. They they gotta they gotta let him go. They probably they 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 should move on. Probably figure out like grab one of these coaches later on. Because like you said, the worst case scenario is they win a couple games. Shoot, watch them win out the rest of the season, <laughs> which would be good. So I don't know. I think they might let it go for a couple games and then figure it out as they move along. But it's time to move on. Prop most likely especially if they continue these, this type of play. But, like, okay, it's hard to think about it because when you think about it, they're, they're leading going into the second half. They look really good out of the gate. So you would, some, could, some would argue that they probably just need to do a little something extra or they're one key away or they're one, th- like, because they, they haven't lost these games by a ton. 
right? And it's, you know, they've they've been in all of the games. It's just stupid mistakes. If they clean that up, theoretically, they have a shot. They could have won every game that they played. Maybe. So. That, that defense is so bad. So far this year, they've given up 38 points, 40 points, and 30 points. Hey, man, it happens to the best of us, man. It doesn't. <laughs> hey, man. Let that man live, bro. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll, we'll see what happens, though. Like, I think these next couple of games, I, if, if, if this happens again throughout the season, he's going to be gone. So we'll see how it shakes out. But going from one terrible defense to another terrible defense, we got to talk about the Cowboys, man. Ooh. We got to talk about the Cowboys. A shootout. I, I, see, that's, that's, I don't like that because that means the defense was terrible. <laughs> that's, yeah. what, that's what that means, man. It, it's the Seahawks are have been in a lot of shootouts. Their defense is terrible. The Legion of Boom is ceases to exist. Yeah, they're gone. <laughs> I was trying to think of a good pun there, but I got nothing. They're yeah. they're straight trash. You're trash, man. Trash. You you allow thirty one points to the Cowboys, which oh god. And I mean, Jack, Dak, Dak Prescott just. Putting up just under 500 yards. I, you know what baffles me about the Cowboys and how Jerry Jones runs this this organization. You don't play. You don't pay Dak Prescott. Okay, you you make him hold out. You're like, yeah, I'm not going to pay you. And then he, he's just going to continue to keep doing what he's doing. And then you go ahead and you go. You know what? I'm going to pay everybody but Dak. <laughs> I'm going to pay Zeke first. Zeke wants to hold out. Zeke, let me pay you first. Zeke had 34 yards. They can't run the ball for squat. They can't run the ball, man. They can't run the ball. Is Dak Prescott's keeping them in every game. They're throwing the ball. He threw the ball 57, 57. times. 57 times. This is the Cowboys with Zeke Elliott, and they can't run the ball. With their Zeke Elliott is the or Dak Prescott is the only person keeping them in these games. It is insane. Yeah. They put so much money in that offensive line, in that running back. That trademark offensive line, man. <laughs> and it has gotten them nowhere. They couldn't. The, the final play of that game, uh, uh, Seattle rushed three guys, and all three of them got through to Dak. It's pretty bad, man. <laughs> it, it literally. And Dak had to, like, do what he did to stay up. And just and throw the pick. Throw a ball. <laughs> I mean, but at that point, he just had to throw the ball into the end zone. Yeah. It was up. Yeah. Like, how does that happen? How does that happen? I mean, he the, the guy. I mean, they had him dead to rights in the end zone. I think who, who I don't know who missed it. Uh, who missed the sack? But had him dead to rights, man. Should have had him in the backfield and just had to throw it up there. You don't tell me. You pay your running back, and then. And then you 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 pay you pay everybody on the line, and then you go ahead and you pay your defense. You play Jalen Smith. You play Lawrence, Marcus Lawrence. You pay all these people, and none of the people that you played, excuse me, Demarcus Morris. All these people you play, Jesus, Demarcus Lawrence, man. All these people you paid aren't performing. Jalen Smith, gone. I don't know where he's at. Demarcus Lawrence. He has where where the sacks at? Where the sacks at? DL, where the sacks at? 
You just got paid all this money. Where the sacks at? That's what I want to know. Lucas, you know where the sacks at? Uh, they are not in the box score. I'll tell you that. I don't know where the sacks at. Zero sacks. Seven tackles. Seven total tackles. Where they at? Okay, okay. Well, you, you got paid though. You look good last year. You got paid though. Zeke. I'll tell you, Demarcus Lawrence had one more tackle than C.D. Lamb. <laughs> hey man, that's a great stat. <laughs> hey, good job, CD. <laughs> they should track. They should track defensive uh, uh, plays uh, for your offensive guys on fantasy. That would have yeah. worked yeah. out well for me. Um, but come on, man. Come on, you pay you pay Zeke all this money, and he can't. He's not performing. And then you go. I'm not going to play Dak, but you know what? We're going to run the ball 14 times, and we're going to throw it 57 times. Come on, what are you going to do? Are you just not going to pay him? Which they could very well just not pay Dak next year. They could very well not do it. But then they might have to do it. I don't. I. I, I don't know. And, and and we'll talk about the Seahawks as well. How their defense is is not up to par as well, and what we're used to for Seahawks. The Seahawks. And but Russ's play is just overshadowed everything because he's good. He's really good. Man, he's the MVP of the season so far. I mean, it's obviously only uh, week three, but my dude has been balling out 14 touchdown passes, an NFL record through three weeks. He looks amazing. And if 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 DK Metcalf would stop playing like he's a rookie. Man, Deshaun Watson out here. Not Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Jackson out here. <laughs> Looks like I guess Deshaun Watson, uh, Deshaun uh, uh, Jackson was worse because he just dropped it before he got into Deshaun Jackson's were worse because yeah. he just dropped him. <laughs> he just dropped it. But I mean, I, hopefully he's gonna learn from this. But man, he could have had him a he could have had him a day. He could have had him shoot. He had a, a nice little fantasy outing. Another <laughs> another touchdown. Yeah. I mean, it's the only thing, the only reason the Cowboys even had a chance. Literally. Because he did that. I mean, you got Tyler Lockett out here balling. Tyler Lockett, man, he's sneaky good. I I would have never, I would have never guessed that this guy coming out of Washington would be this good, this like in the NFL. Never. Honey. Tyler Lockett? Yeah. Man, put some respect on my dude's name. He came out of Kansas State. For real? Yeah, Kansas State, and some of us knew he was going to be legit because oh, some right. of us watched him destroy Michigan in a bowl game. Wow! All, all five foot nine, one hundred and seventy pounds of him. Why did I think that he was? He went to Washington. Yeah, my bad, Tyler. The disrespect is weird. It's it's weird. It's I'm weird. sorry. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Wow, that's why I really did. I, I don't know why I thought he went to Washington. Disrespecting wow. him as you're apologizing for the disrespect. Yeah, bro. I'm sorry. Good game. <laughs> <laughs> Good game, Tyler. Looking great out there, man. Listen, the Seahawks are forced to be reckoned with. Not really. but this, Russ, That defense is terrible. They can't run the ball, but Russell Wilson, Russell. my guy. Hey, all these quarterbacks, man. Listen. Every all the money that you spend on a quarterback that can give you a shot, that can throw it, make good decisions, spread out the, you know, make all that is money Worth well it. spent. Worth on it. Money well spent, man. Do that. Get you get you a quarterback. You can do both. 
Yeah, get you a quarterback. Hopefully you get lucky in the draft. You get some good free agency picks for, you know, a couple of guys on defense. Put some weapons around that receiver. I mean, uh, that quarterback Get some receivers, running a running game, get a decent line. Just, get, just do good enough. Just when you find a quarterback, you've got to hang on to him, Cowboys. Yeah, Cowboys. Come on. They rare. Hey, speaking of quarterbacks, man, this is kind of off topic, but man. Do you think Washington got it right with Kirk Cousins or what, man? Damn. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Like, just thinking about quarterbacks that, you know, you, you when you find a good one, you keep it. I, that Washington might be, they might have been on to something there. But, oh, that's another, dis- that's another discussion. <laughs> that's another discussion, man. But, yeah, man, listen, I'm interested to see how the Seahawks continue to keep performing. Uh, the defense isn't going to get better. Um, let's, let's see if uh, Russell Wilson can keep it up because I am – I'm rooting for yeah. him. He's on pace to throw for 74 touchdowns this year. Oh, man. Unheard of. Shattered, would shatter the NFL record, obviously. Um, I think it was Tony Dungy said he hasn't seen anybody play like this since since Peyton Manning. Unheard of. I, I, I hope he can keep it up. I, I, I do, too. I actually like Russell Wilson a lot, and he's been underrated. And... Disrespected for too long. Give that man that respect. Yep. You know who else has been disrespected? Who's that? Your Lions. Yeah, but that was well deserved. So, hey man, is it really disrespect if you deserve it? That, yeah, that's true. Hey, they figured it out this week, man. They figured yeah. it out. Yeah, they they, <laughs> they figured something out. Uh, you could say. Um. So Lions get their first win of the season. First win in, I think, 11 games. So that's counting the nine games last season in which uh, Matt Stafford was injured, plus the first two of this season. Uh, they beat beat the Arizona Cardinals and Kyler Murray on a last-second field goal from Matt Prater. And really, this game was gifted to them. Kyler Murray... Kind of, I guess, uncharacteristically through three interceptions, extremely uncharacteristically for the Lions to actually get a turnover, let alone three of them. <laughs> um, so really, at, I think up until the fourth quarter, the Cardinals had not punted a single time. They had either scored or thrown a pick. And these weren't, you know, great defensive plays, from the from the Lions and picking off uh, Kyler Murray. These are just terrible throws from Kyler Murray. Um, so I can't even I can't even really I can't even really say good job to the Lions defense on that. They just got they really just got lucky. I will credit them with uh, the past two games. They were in, they played about eighty percent in man coverage, and this game they were pretty even to about 50-50 between man and zone. So, turns out, if you switch up your coverages a little bit, that helps. I'm not even going to hold y'all up this show. Uh, <clears throat> I didn't catch any seconds or minutes of this game. So, oh, good, because I'll keep talking. Yeah, whatever Lucas said. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, have t- I have Kyler Murray on Fantasy, and it, it, was, it was atrocious. All those negatives. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. I, and I'm also I also have not seen the Arizona Cardinals play yet, 
which <laughs> I would like to see. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna check out a game next next week. I think I'll do. I'll do that. But please, Lucas, continue about how uh, interesting your your your. I, actually, to be honest, I take that back. I actually did see this game in in bonus coverage. So oh, okay. I, I I take everything back. I I but it was mo- it was most it was the last few minutes of Matt Stafford moving the ball. I think it was like four plays that I saw. Um, All right. So I didn't even see. I was I, I was I want to see DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray together get together, but haven't been able to see that yet. All right. Yeah. So I'll just keep talking then. So you know, start you off with a little fun fact. My favorite. This is the only the second game in Larry Fitzgerald's career that he was held without a single reception yard. My guy had one catch for zero yards on the game. Yo, I'm not going to lie to you. That is a crazy stat, but also... He's had at least he has to have like receptions in like a, a ridiculous amount of games though. <laughs> oh yeah, but you know, have, watching this game for some weird reason, Kyler Murray just kept throwing to the ball to this wide receiver named Keyshawn Johnson, not that Keyshawn Johnson, a different one, who I think is either a rookie, like an undrafted rookie, or a guy in his second year in the league. And he just kept throwing it to him every single time. And the guy finished with two catches for 24 yards. When he threw it to DeAndre Hopkins, he feasted. Hopkins had 10 catches for 137 yards. But in clutch situations, Murray kept throwing to this Keyshawn Johnson guy, and we could not figure out why. Uh, It was the craziest thing. And so that really helped the the Lions, uh, you know, get back in this game. Another thing, you know, if you I don't know if you got to see it watching kind of the final drive, is the Lions tried to go full Lions on it. Um, about a minute left, Matt Stafford uncorks a 60-yard pass. The guy catches at the one-yard line. Uh, I wasn't sure if it, he scored or if he was going to be down at the one-yard line. At that point, it was a tie game, so it really didn't matter. Only for the play to get called back for an invisible holding call. Um, fortunately the lions were able to then march the ball down the field a little bit further and get in position for the game winning kick. But for a second there, I thought for sure lions were going to full lions it. the invisible holding call though. (laughs) It's, I mean, the lions find new ways to lose just about every week. And when they called through a holding call and I watched the replay and it's just our guard getting beat cleanly off the plate and not even touching the guy. Whew. Terrible. Terrible. It's yo, terrible. Yo, yo, this Keyshawn Johnson guy had seven targets, man. Seven targets, two catches. And then DeAndre Hopkins had 12 targets, 10 catches. <laughs> so, uh, oh, poor. This, he's a young guy. He'll figure it out. Kyler will figure it out. I wonder if he threw those picks trying to target Keyshawn Johnson. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. One, I know one pick, uh, Jeff Okuda had his first career interception was, uh, Murray tried forcing one into Hopkins and Okuda made a really nice play coming back, uh, into, into coverage and diving interception 
cutting off right in front of Hopkins and then had the wherewithal to get up and run because Hopkins kind of just stood there next to him and was like, man, and let him get up and run down the field about 30 yards um, <laughs> before, without, before without touching him. But yeah, what my, my, one last thing is watching the Lions call their plays on offense is just brutal. It's, they are the most obvious team with their play calls. They ran on first down about 70% of the time. Wow. And <laughs> like Adrian, Adrian Peterson, 22 carries for 75 yards. And I think he probably had about five car- or five yards in the second half. Like once they realized, Hey, he's just running the ball every time on first down, they were able to shut down the run. First half run was somewhat successful. Uh, second half, they got so predictable. You know, the only times really they were able to get anything going on offense was like the two-minute drill and then at, at the end of halftime and at the end of the game when they're like, okay, let's start passing the ball now. Yeah. Jeez. It's just it's so frustrating to watch them play. Man. Hey, AP, you getting them carries, though. Looking, hey. like, looking like he's back in 2010. <laughs> Bob Quinn. Bob Quinn, I know you're listening. I am talking directly to you right now. What the heck, dude? Why are we drafting running backs in the second round every single year so that we can sign Adrian Peterson off the street a week before the season and then give him every single carry? Kerryon Johnson had three carries. DeAndre Swift didn't have a single carry. Um, he had one catch. And honestly, I think they benched him because uh, Stafford hit him in the back of the head on a swing pass that DeAndre Swift never looked back for. He just kept running like 30 yards down the field. Jesus. After, after he didn't even look over the ball once. Oh, the poor Lions. Uh, like, so, I don't know. We just draft running back second round, uh, you know, which I don't agree with anyways. Let's talk running back value sometime. But we're going to sign Adrian Peterson off the street and then disregard all these draft picks anyways. What's the point, man? What's the point? What's Bob the point? Quinn, what is you doing? Hey, man. DeAndre, Give me a call. Give me a call. I see you all went away from DeAndre Swift quite swiftly. <laughs> that boy had no carries. Hey, hey, man. Mute yourself for that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm gone, guys. I have to be mute. <laughs> all right. Now we're back to the Detroit Lions talk, what I know you guys are all really tuning in for. I'm unmuted. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know who's probably worse than the Lions? The who's Philadelphia that? Eagles. Oh, my God. They did something that I hadn't seen since the last uh, <laughs> Lions-Arizona uh, Cardinals game last year, oh, which gosh. was end in a tie. Oh. And just the ugliest ugliest tie you can possibly get it's like neither team wanted to win did you get yeah. a chance to watch this game Juan? yeah i actually i actually caught it i actually was able to watch this one. Oh my god uh, yeah it was pretty terrible oh so poor what, dad what, i mean poor uh what's his name man carson Wentz, man oh not what, really <laughs> what so what did you think of their of the Eagles decision at the end of the game to just punt the ball away, not even that attempt 
a, a long field goal or a Hail Mary or anything and just to just punt the ball away at, with seconds left and <laughs> yeah they, and, and give up on the for the tie yeah they 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 just they're like yo let's just take the tie morale's low right now <laughs> we're not we didn't lose it's a win <laughs> <laughs> is the absence of a loss actually a win uh, to the philadelphia eagles yes it is I, I i and again i think they're just counting their like losses and just trying to do, just be done with it with Deshaun Jackson getting hurt and like they just can't figure it out with like in their wide receiver core their running backs you know they try to figure it out I know Miles Sanders is their guy he almost eclipsed the the 100 yards but Carson still threw it 47 times and by the way they played the Bengals the Bengals and you would think that they would be able to to take it to the Bengals but nope not Philadelphia, and I mean, luckily for them, they have a couple great players on the defensive end is in in, in uh, Fletcher Cox and and some of those guys uh, that are, that can make plays for them. But man, uh it's not good, man. It's not good. It's it's actually really bad. <laughs> it's very bad. It is, man. The Eagles is it is it time to blow it up? Is I don't know. Is Carson Wentz the guy? He looks bad out there. Yo, Carson doesn't look good, man. Joe Burrow, on the other hand. Hey, that's my boy. A 31 of 44, 312 yards and two touchdowns, no picks. Mm. A little concerned that they're going to get my man's killed out here. He got (laughs) sacked eight times. (laughs) Yo, he got destroyed that one play. They they gotta invest heavily in the offensive line this draft. Yeah, uh, this upcoming draft, they're gonna get him killed. Uh, Even free agency, do what you gotta do because this kid's protect gonna, Joe Burrow at all costs. The, the kid's special, man. He's special. Do See what, what happens when you play your rookie QBs. No, but but listen, he's <laughs> he's he's special. He's really special. He and, doesn't. And there's a there's a reason he had probably the greatest season individual season in college football history for a quarterback last year there's a reason he went number one you can see the talent um even though it's not you know translating to wins on the field um the Bengals are much better than they were last year for sure like just off of having him hey where's um where's Andy Dalton again is he with the Cowboys where's he at yeah he's with the Cowboys (laughs) back in the Dak Prescott waiting for Dak to to walk in free agency yeah uh good luck but yeah like instantly they got better i mean they haven't won a game but you can tell that the quarterback play makes a difference man you really can tell it makes a difference but it gives them a chance he does but like you they, they, they can't run the ball so they're like because of the offensive line because joe mixon isn't a slouch but they have to run bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they they have to throw it forty four times, forty four times. Like the, the kids, the kid almost like he got destroyed. I thought he, I didn't think he was gonna get up. He got destroyed by like full speed rolling to his right, throwing. Oh, yeah. Got blown up. I think it was by uh, Malik Jefferson. Yeah, come on, man. It's a it's a full grown defensive lineman. Come on, man. Come on. 
they got they got to protect them out there. You got to got to protect your investment. Man, I, was it Malik Jefferson? I don't know, bro. It was a def- defensive lineman. He had ninety something on him, and he destroyed oh. him. I don't know who it was, but he got he, he felt that. I guarantee he felt that. Was it was it Josh Sweat? No, it was Josh. I, I don't know. I know. I'm not sure exactly which one you're talking about, but I know Malik Jefferson got him once, uh, pretty good. But obviously, he got sacked eight times, so a lot of people wait, were getting their hits in. Wait, Lucas, you didn't see the hit where he looked like he like got almost decapitated. You didn't see that hit. Oh, I you, saw that one. You yeah, saw that I one. I know what you want. You're talking about. Yeah. I, I don't know who hit him, man. I don't not. I do not know who hit him, but it was. It was bad, man. It was bad. I'm I'm saying that a lot with the Eagles. It's just bad, man. They they look bad. I don't know what the next step is for them. Um like they their young talent is all injured and or just not good. I don't know what the like I don't know if Wentz is the guy. I don't know. I I, I don't think Wentz maybe, is the guy, maybe, man. He maybe I mean I don't like Deshaun Jackson's his best wide receiver right now, so maybe he doesn't have all of that. his offensive linemen are hurt. You know, good quarterbacks find a way though, and he's not. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what their next step is. If they blow it up, if they, you know, make some moves and can get back into contention, I'll be really interested to see. No. Listen, even they, I think they even they had Jalen Hurts out there a little bit too, and Jalen, yeah. he was running a couple of those those uh, QB runs and everything. I'm like, hey, they might be getting that man warmed up. <laughs> Maybe they might need to because they might be getting Carson Wentz killed out yeah. there. Yeah, listen, I see uh, you now. People are probably like, oh, I see why they, you know, I see why they picked up what? a quarterback. I get it. It makes sense now. Come on, man. Figure it out, folks. Figure it out, folks. Hey, let's talk about some good quarterbacks real quick. Some legends, some Hall of Famers, man. All right. Taysom Hill time. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> he had a pretty bad fumble. So uh, let's man. not talk about Taysom Hill so, yeah, real quick. Uh, Green Bay, led by Aaron Rodgers, obviously. <laughs> what? Hey, hey uh, so if you would don't know, we got show notes. Yeah, <laughs> I need to read this far into the show notes. Sorry, bro. Go ahead. I'll let you go ahead and tell. His tell- <laughs> All right. So yeah, we had a nice little, nice little uh, Sunday night football game between the Green Bay Packers and the New Orleans Saints. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, future Hall of Famer, versus Drew Brees, future Hall of Famer. Uh, it really interesting because Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers without their top wide receiver in Devontae Adams. And New Orleans and Drew Brees without their top wide receiver in, uh, oh shoot, I'm blanking on his name, Michael Thomas. That guy. Yeah. So one of these quarterbacks found a way to still throw the ball downfield. And I'll give you a hint, listeners, it wasn't Drew Brees. Uh, <laughs> I'm still laughing, bro. <laughs> for any of you who. Any of you who watched this game or any of you that started Alvin Kamara in fantasy football, you guys know what I'm talking about. Congratulations. Congratulations to me who started Alvin Kamara in fantasy football. Oh, my God. My dude, my dude, Drew Brees, 
I mean, we already knew. The, the joke is that he only throws slants to Michael Thomas. People give Michael <laughs> Thomas crap because you're not a great wide receiver. All you do is run slants. It's true, people. Very true. Every single pass Drew Brees threw, I swear to God, was a swing pass to Alvin Kamara, who then proceeded to take half of them 50 yards. Hey, that that screen, that screen that he scored on, beautiful. <laughs> was All unbelievable. Kamara. I don't, yeah, it goes down <laughs> as a 50-yard pass from Drew Brees, but Drew Brees threw it negative one yards, and Kamara took it 50. Shout out to Alvin Kamara, man. <laughs> um, guy was unbelievable. But, man, like, I just, is insane watching this game. Drew Brees can't, do, not only can he not throw the ball downfield, doesn't even bother trying. Like, nope, I'll just take the slant. <laughs> they showed they showed a stat. I don't have it up in front of me. They showed a stat during that game that was like every single year for the past 10 years, Drew Brees is about dead last in average uh, yards per attempt. Like aver- like how far he throws an, each pass downfield on average. So this is just how he's always been. Drew Brees only throws short stuff. And it's insane to think he is has all the records he does throwing slants all the time. I mean, listen, bro. If you throw like 40 slants per game, man, listen, it adds up. It, it does, but, man, but we got Alvin Kamara, a running back. 13 catches for 139 yards because all they did was throw swing passes to the man. 13 receptions on 14 targets. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's the new Michael Thomas, bro. He he really is. He yeah, 14 targets. You want to know? They're, the next leading wide receiver had six targets. Congratulations. Traquan Smith. <laughs> yes. And, man... And you know what cost them the game? We got to talk about this, Wallen. Yeah. (laughs) Sean Payton and the New Orleans Saints infatuation with Taysom Hill. They believe he's the next quarterback when Drew Brees retires. What? Like, the QB of the future. My man is like 35 himself. Yo. Let me, can I tell the people why I was laughing earlier? Let me, let me tell y'all why I was laughing. Go for it. So we, we have show notes and, uh, Lucas and I collaborate on the show notes and sometimes like we'll put a little something extra in there and I go and I'm reading, (laughs) I know what's next. I know we're going to talk about Green Bay versus the Saints and I go through and I'm reading the notes and (laughs) it's still funny, man, but but at the this the, the third point of this 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 show note right here says Taysom Hill is garbage. <laughs> and I'm like I read it like as he's like Lucas is talking earlier and I can't contain myself because he's right. <laughs> and I also didn't like anticipate seeing Taysom Hill is garbage. <laughs> Which we we often hold on hold on, trash 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 trash. That's for you, Taysom <laughs> Hill, man. Straight straight from Lucas, just just trash 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 trash. And a side of trash. Sorry, Taysom, <laughs> you you get the you get the trash button of the day, man. Listen, Taysom did not do well 
he caused like he was a really big fumble. Like he had <laughs> you a know, terrible, huge. a terrible read and on a, on a read option, and he pulled it and he just. I don't even know. He was he was holding the ball like a loaf of bread, and they just knocked that out of his hands. Hey, man. I would say it happens to the best of us, but it doesn't. <laughs> it, it didn't look good, man. He's, he's an old guy, man. Lucas said he's 34. He ain't that old, folks. But, you know, you, know, you come from BIYU, you're going to be a little older now. All right? That's just how it works down there. But Taysom Hill does not look great. Taysom Hill is 30 years old. He, and he's considered the QB of the future for the I New mean, Orleans Saints. That's what happens when you've got a QB who's 42 or whatever Drew Brees is. That you look at a 30-year-old QB and say, nah, we can develop him. Give him five more years and he'll be ready. Yeah, and you can throw it short. Don't worry. It'll be fine. Just learn how to throw it. Throw hitches and not even hitches. I don't think Drew throws his hitches or comebacks anymore. It's literally just slants and drags maybe. That's probably They got, they got James Winston on that team. I am telling you, yo. They put they had Jameis Winston in there instead of Drew Brees even at this point. Yo, they got a better chance of winning. Yo, put Jameis in. His he fixed his eyes. He can see clearly now that the fog and the haze is gone. Put <laughs> that man in. He put all. He paid twenty four forty nine for that LASIK, and his eyes is twenty. 20 shoot I, you, it might be 2019 you might not see all the way in one eye that boy just just squint that one eye throw that boop, get that touch now throw it downfield let these guys get loose a little bit okay but to, to hit to drew Brees' defense they do not have burners on this team to drew Brees' defense they do not have burners you can't get mad at him now. I mean, Emmanuel Sanders maybe can blow the top off. Eh, eh, really? Traquan Smith can move. I, I mean, Traquan, uh, I mean, he can move, but he going to blow the top off or something? He going to blow the top off of him? Is that what he going to do? Is that what we're expecting? Is that what we're expecting Traquan Smith to be your, your blow the top off of the defense type of guy? Is that Traquan, what? He ran a 4-4 four four at the combine, so I think he can. What did Tyreek run? Tyreek? What did Ty what did Tyreek Hill run? Yeah. I mean, we yeah. comparing we comparing everybody I'm to Tyreek, then nobody I'm sorry, I'm is faster. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But I just I okay, like let's say it's Traquan Smith is the guy that can that take can take the top off. If that's the only guy you got, and then everybody else is running slants, I, I think you'll be fine. And I mean to be honest, I haven't seen Drew, like, like you said, I haven't seen Drew throw it down the field in a very, very long time. I think the last time I saw Drew throw it down the field was that pass interference call uh, in the um, NFC Championships against the Rams. And I think that was that was the closest I've seen him throw it down the field. And again, I, I just I haven't seen enough, but they televise a lot of New Orleans Saints games nationally. So, um yeah, I think you. I think you're right, though. I mean, Drew. I mean, if they don't have to throw it deep, I mean, Tom Brady did that for a long time, and he's still doing it to the, till his day. Um, actually, he did throw a deep a couple. Tom Brady times. still throws a yeah. deep a few times. Yeah, he Drew did. Brees completely averse to throwing a deep. Yeah, watch. He's gonna come out next week and say like he's gonna throw like a couple of deep bombs just for you. Be like, hey, Lucas, I heard you on the on the pod, man. <laughs> Forget you. But listen, there's somebody else that can throw it down the field. That played in this game. 
It's a bad man. That boy is the sh- Ooh, that boy, Aaron Rodgers is amazing, man. I like watching Aaron Rodgers play. People might hate on my boy, but that boy can play some football now. He can play some good quality football. He looked great. Actually, he looked amazing. I'm telling y'all, these guys are on the top of my list. The Packers are at the top of my list as the guys is going to do it. Look at Alan Lazard. Six receptions, 146 yards, a touchdown. Without, without Devontae Adams. Lazard stepping up. You, then you got these other guys. Robert, what, Tonian? Tonian? Is that Tonian? I'm like, I don't, know this, I don't know his name. He got a touchdown, 50 yards, five receptions. He's, he, he figures it out. Every year he figures it out. Aaron Jones did what he needed to do on the ground. And let's not act like they don't got Jamal Williams as well. Jamal Williams would come in there and do a little something. Not He didn't wasn't a big contributor, but he does enough. They figure it out. I will say the defense didn't look that great, but, I mean, who looks that great against Alvin Kamara? Okay, they, they, they missed a lot of tackles against Alvin Kamara. <laughs> but offensively, they're figuring it out, and I don't know if they can keep it up because I, mean, I think they've, I mean, again, they haven't played a ton of, a ton of competition. You know, like they play the Vikings. The Vikings aren't looking too great right now. They played the Lions. The Lions aren't looking great. And they played this. They played the Saints, and the Saints are a, a better team. And they they squeaked it out and they got it done. But you do you think the, the question for you? Do you think if the Packers are playing that game in New Orleans with the crowd there, do you think they still pull it off? I'm sure it's. I'm not. I think they still pull it off, but I think there's a much better chance of New Orleans staying in the game. Um, you know, obviously in New Orleans, that's a, that's a crazy environment. And I think it's a lot tougher on Rogers. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. That makes sense. But Hey, they're, 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 um, they're up there as far as my Super Bowl favorites. Uh, next week doesn't count because they're going to play the Falcons. Um, and, uh, we'll see them play the Bucks, uh, week five. So I'm looking forward to that to see how they perform, but the, I don't know what the Saints go look like either, but Drew need to throw it down the field. I don't know if you got any takes on the on the Packers for us today. Packers are good. Aaron, I hate Aaron Rodgers. Oh, you water's, don't sound Water's excited. wet. Water's wet. Um, nothing. Nothing matters. Eat at Arby's. Nothing matters. Eat at Arby's. <laughs> hey man, you gotta you gotta stop hating on on, on our man, bro. You gotta stop hating on our man. That's my guy, Aaron Rodgers. Hey, I I I, I hate the Packers, it, but Aaron Rodgers is really good. Yeah, there's. I, I'll leave it at that. The, the man can play. I just hope that the the Packers keep drafting quarterbacks in the first round, and never give him anybody amazing to throw to. That's all I can really hope for at this point. Oh yeah, I forgot that they were in the same division as your boys. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can I can understand that. I, I had a really interesting relationship with Tom Brady. Yeah, I didn't like him either. <laughs> but listen, man, listen. Let's get let's get one basketball take in before we get out of here. We got to talk about breaking news. Doc Rivers out as a head coach for the LA Clippers. Did you see this coming? Uh no, I didn't. 
I don't know who is better, a better coach than Doc Rivers out there that they can replace them with. They're obviously, you know, a title contending team every year that they have Kawhi uh, and Paul George there. I, you know, I just assumed that they were going to run it back. But, you know, I guess Doc Rivers has been there for a long time. Maybe they think there needs to be a new voice involved. Again, who are you going to get that's going to give you a better chance to win a title than Doc Rivers? That's a good question. <laughs> uh, I know they have a couple of guys on that coaching staff. Um, that could possibly, like, I know they got Ty Lu. Who else there? Sam Cassell. <laughs> I, I know, I know. Sam Cassell is an assistant coach that he let coach a few games in the bubble. Um, I did see, I did see that uh, Ty Lu's name floated around as a replacement. I, um, maybe Jason Kidd. I, uh, I just Mike D'Antoni, like. I don't, uh, I don't. I don't think that's gonna. Work. I don't think he really fits that system. No. Right? He really fits that team. Like, ugh, just who is out? Stan Van Gundy. I don't know who is out there. Yeah, I've, I, I've heard the Stan Van Gundy uh, floated around. Yeah, um, like I just. I is this a team that you want? Like a first year head coach coming in to take over? I would think you'd want a veteran guy. I just what veterans are out there. Chauncey Billups, maybe again a first-year guy. Uh, yeah, it's I. I actually don't know, man. I don't know what they would do. I mean, Sam Sam Cusell is the the. I think he's like the the assistant head coach. I know. Yeah. They, I know they have Ty Lu. Um, yeah, that's basically it. I don't see anybody else in that staff doing it. I I don't know if they're thinking. Yeah, maybe Jason Kidd, like you said, maybe Stan Van Gundy. Like, who knows what they're thinking uh, as far as bringing someone in? But I thought, like, like you said, Doc Rivers seemed like the guy. I know he's been there for a while, but you have people like Paul George saying, "We didn't anticipate this season being the season where we it was championship or bust." So you're like, if they're if they're thinking like that, if that's their mindset which is why you can't read in everything these guys say, then this doesn't make any sense. But pretty sure it was championship or bust at this point. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know who they're going to replace him with. There's a lot of big names floating around right now. There's a lot. There's a couple openings. I don't think that – I I don't know who or what. Like, didn't Chicago fill their, their – uh, They just they just hired Billy Donovan. Yeah, they hired Billy Donovan. So, um then you have like you have OKC, right? You got Indiana, you got LA Clippers. Yeah, I guess I Nate McMillan's a, a name who's out there as a veteran head coach. I I don't know. Then you got like Steve Nash going to Brooklyn. You're like, yeah, <laughs> like him. I mean, people like they might just start taking chances on first year guys. They might. I mean, they may, Chauncey Billups would be intriguing. Chauncey's, Chauncey's made it known that he wants to be a head coach. That would be um, intriguing, man. Man, that would be really intriguing. I would. I, that would be a nice storyline. I would enjoy that. You, 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 you he, fight. Played, he played for a few years near the end of his career with the, with the Clippers too. Yeah. It's enticing. I would, I would, I would like to see that to be honest. I would, but 
I mean, we can't we can't choose. So if you if you had if you had to pick, who would you pick? Who would you would who would you prefer to be on that leading that team to a championship? Who would I prefer? Or who do I think it'll be? Who do you mm, surprise me? So, like I just said, I want to. I think I I don't think it'll be him because I think they'll go and find a veteran coach. But I'd like to see Chauncey get that job. Chauncey. Oh, okay. Chauncey Billups. Yeah, Chauncey would be Chauncey would be intriguing. I think that would be a, a, a good one. I'm gonna go with someone that no one saw coming. All right, hit me. I think they hired Dwayne Wade for this position. <laughs> really? Don't 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 hey. Hey, don't at me. Has I, I generally has Dwayne like expressed any interest in being a head coach or getting into coaching? Nope, this is just my source. I think Dwayne Wade gets in it. Dwayne, LeBron, in LA, the fight for LA. I'm telling you. So okay, so you're just making this up. Gotcha. Wait, what? <laughs> you're not gonna take this take serious, aren't you? Oh wow. It, I'm I'm serious, man. I think Dwayne Wade gets his job, man. I think right. I, uh, you know, just off of what I know, um, it's either Dwayne Wade or Shaq or or Magic <laughs> or um, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Uh, in yes. The position. Uh, Kevin Hart. I think. Uh, no, Kev, let's go, Kevin Hart. No, uh, he's, uh, Kevin Hart has been considered as well. Uh, yeah, he's shown his his basketball chops and all those uh, NBA cele- celebrity games. Yes, absolutely. Now's, now's the time. Um, Stephen A. Smith. I've heard. Um, Shannon Sharp. Uh man, I've heard tons of different names, man. Strangely, strangely, Skip Bayless, not in the running. Yeah, yeah, not in the running. I think he's his age. They think that he's he probably wouldn't last too long there. Also, to be go back to be fair, back into the the real like being serious, the real world. Yeah, like seriously, I I think who I would like to see, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> I, I think Dwayne The Rock Johnson should run for president and should coach the LA Clippers. <laughs> That's just my take. Okay, let me stop playing. Um, yeah, on that note. Yeah, on that note, let me be serious. I, to, to be honest, who I would like to see, I actually would like Chauncey Billups. I would like to see Chauncey Billups there. Um, but I think that they might go with, no one's talking about this. I think they might go Mark Jackson, man. Nah. <laughs> no, you're not thinking Mark Jackson, bro. It's gonna it's gonna be Tyron Lou. Yeah. There's, yeah. No. That's, I, that's I think, for sure I gonna be Tyron. The, I think the, I think the reason they uh they let Doc Rivers go today was because Tyron Lou has been interviewing with the 76ers yeah. and they don't want to lose them. So they knew they had to make the move now if they were gonna keep him. Yeah. No, I for sure think it's gonna be Tyron. Uh when um when look when they all the pictures I've seen the picture on ESPN they're like oh Doc Rivers out as the Clippers coach and it's like a picture of Doc and Tyron Lue's like focused in the background and you're like wait yeah. what do you guys know it's, <laughs> it's gonna be it's most most likely gonna be Ty Lue he's in he's in the front running for that position let's just say that oh definitely um, but yeah listen folks this was a long episode I had to I had to uh, talk my talk at the beginning of the episode let y'all y- all y'all know what was up. Uh, but if you made it this far, thank you. Like always, thanks for holding it down. Thanks for supporting us uh, for, uh, through thick and thin. There's, there's a lot of y'all that be listening. 
and we appreciate y'all from the bottom we, of our hearts. We really appreciate it. So why don't you go out there, uh, rate and review us on every app you can, wherever you listen to podcasts. Just review upon review upon review. Five stars only, though. Five stars only. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no one stars, no one stars, no one stars. But seriously, thank y'all. Everything y'all do, y'all can find us on, on social as well. I'm Wallen Augustine at Wallen Augustine. And we got at cool hand Luke underscore underscore. Yep, oh, you can boy. you can find me on Twitter, spitting out hot takes on the Detroit Lions. Hot and, and and Funyuns, you know, all all the important stuff in life. Funyuns, folks. You can't miss out on that. But hey, we'll be back again later on this week. We'll be on here with some more hot take. And um, <laughs> we'll see you then. Peace and love. Shout out Nash, North Dakota. Y'all know what's up. <laughs>